0: So, hello and welcome. My name is Steve Nabell, and today I'm speaking with David K. Miller on Ascension and the Arcturians. Now, David is the director and founder of an international meditation group focused on personal and planetary healing. He has been the director of this global healing group called Group of 40 for over 15 years. David has been developing groundbreaking global healing techniques using group consciousness. He is the author of a number of books. Including teachings of the sacred triangle volumes one to three new spiritual technology for the fifth dimensional earth raising the spiritual light quotient of the earth and his latest is I believe expand your consciousness and if you want to check him out group of 40 that's spelled f-o-r-t-y group of 40.com so David welcome to you. Well Steve it's wonderful to be here
1: and I appreciate the opportunity to uh, discuss my work with you and your
0: listeners. Great. Can you can you say something? Because I've read a lot of your books, David, and a lot of my listeners may not know uh, what your work you do. But can you just say uh, wh- how do you work with the Arcturians? Say something about your work, please. Okay. Uh, well, I'm a, a trans-channel,
1: and uh, I've been receiving uh, messages from the Arcturians since 1996. I began this uh, work uh, when I was on a uh, camping at the Grand Canyon at a point called Sublime Point. Mm -hmm. And during that uh, camp uh, and overview of the Grand Canyon, I received uh, messages from the Acturians about how to do planetary healing, uh, and they've been giving me instructions uh, ever since. Uh, Also, uh, your listeners may be interested to know that I am uh, involved in the Kabbalah, uh, and I I study Jewish mysticism and connecting with spirit guides, uh, they are called in Hebrew, Magid, is a, a well-known technique among uh, some of the uh, rabbis going back to the Middle Ages. So uh, through their connections and my connections with them, I've written 12 books which are focused on planetary healing and a new technique for planetary healing called biorelativity.
0: Wow, great. So, David, let me ask you about the ascension process, which I think is what the Arcturians are kind of really interested in. How do you see the asc- ascension process? How, what is it and how is it working at the moment? How is it unfolding?
1: Well, the ascension process is the ability to go from this dimension, which is called the third dimension, directly into the fifth dimension. Now, there is a dimension in between called the fourth dimension. Uh, when we die, we go into the fourth dimension, Sometimes the fourth dimension is referred to as the astral world. But the basic understanding is that in the fourth dimension, you are still in the Earth's incarnational cycle. Mm. That means that when you die, you will come back into the Earth. Uh, this is similar to the, the wheel of karma and the wheel of incarnations in uh, Hinduism and uh, Buddhism. Now, in the ascension, we are able to trans late, or skip the fourth dimension and go into the fifth dimension. The Mm -hmm. fifth dimension has also been described as the Garden of Eden. It's the home where Jesus is. And uh, to go in there, you need to accelerate and learn your life lessons and be at a a certain spiritual vibration. Uh, That includes being at a a certain level of compassion, love, uh, and uh, equanimity or uh, detachment in a spiritual way from the earth.
0: So how do you see it unfolding at the moment? What kind of process is happening on the earth right now? Well, right now
1: we're in in a huge polarization. This polarization means that the darker negative forces are getting stronger. At the same time, the spiritual forces are also getting stronger. Hmm. The Arcturians say that the fifth dimension uh, is like a sphere, and the third dimension is also like a sphere, and these two dimensions are going to be intersecting. At that point of intersection, there will be a huge downloading of, of light and information. It really requires a huge spiritual energy to translate yourself into the fifth dimension. So at that point of intersection, that's when the ascension will be occurring, uh, and this will have a dramatic effect on the spiritual
0: energy of the entire planet. And will in the ascension process? Do you see that people will be leaving the planet in in terms of ascension, or is it more a download of light that people just will be here but more enlightened? No, uh, people can leave the planet
1: at that moment. Uh, I've compared it to the uh, Star Trek movies where they are uh, trying to go from uh, the the starship to a planet, and they they are using the bi locator. Uh, so you will actually. If you are prepared, if you have done the necessary spiritual work, you will actually leave the planet. Now, there are some people who may decide to return to the planet uh, to do work, uh, but if, you, if they return to the planet, they will return as an ascended master uh, and they will not be in the normal body. This is similar to when Jesus returned to the earth, when he returned uh, after uh, his um, resurrection. He did not come back in a normal Earth body. He came back in his his ascended body.
0: Now, I really loved your books, the the teachings from the Sacred Triangle, I think volumes one to three. Um, Can you just say, this symbol of the Sacred Triangle, what does it represent? Well, the idea of the
1: Sacred Triangle is that there is a new paradigm for spiritual and planetary healing. And that uh, spiritual paradigm is called the Sacred Triangle. The spiritual paradigm includes the native teachings of the peoples of the planet, the white brotherhood, white sisterhood, which are the, basically the mystical uh, energies of the higher religions, and finally what I call galactic spirituality. And the idea of the sacred triangle is that we must unite all three perspectives in order to heal this planet.
0: There are a number of um, Arcturian tools or that seem to be assisting us at the moment. Uh, for example, um, well, I've, I've got four or five here. The Ring of of Ascension, uh, starting off with that.
1: Well, uh, visualize uh, a halo, or uh, like the halos that are around uh, Saturn. It's a ring. Uh, And the uh, idea of the Ring of Ascension is that we have a halo around the Earth, but it's a fifth-dimensional halo. Mm. This fifth-dimensional halo allows the ascended masters to uh, interact with us and it allows us on the earth to go up to the fifth dimension but go up to the fifth dimension in an accessible way and that accessible way is the ring of ascension so uh, this provides an interactional force field for us and the ascended masters
0: And this, this is something we can go and visit in meditation for example we, well, uh, the octarians
1: do special guided meditations for that. Uh, we can do special earth healings as a way of spreading out a certain lo- a fifth dimensional light. And uh, I would like to say something uh, briefly about fifth dimensional light and fifth dimensional energy. The fifth dimensional energy is what I call quantum. It doesn't follow the uh, logic uh, and of cause and effect. So that means that the energy can be miraculous, Uh, And uh, to give you an example, uh, 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 Moses opened the Red Sea. There was no logical way he could have done that unless there was an intervention uh, that was miraculous. And the fifth dimensional light is miraculous. So we're trying to work with the Arcturians to bring down this miraculous energy, which also is called quantum fifth dimensional light.
0: How far out is this ring of ascension? Is it kind of like between us and the moon, beyond the moon? I've never really asked them the exact
1: distance, but the the moon is 239,000 miles from the Earth, and I don't see the Ring of Ascension being that far out. Okay. It's probably within a, a, you know, a 30 to 60 mile diameter, uh, but it would be relatively close to the Earth. It wouldn't be that far away.
0: Okay. Now, the other really amazing thing that they've kind of put over the Earth is this Ascalia mirror. Can you say something about the Ascalia mirror? Well, the Ascalia mirror is
1: like a, a an etheric mirror. Uh, And it gathers spiritual light. The idea is that we are receiving now spiritual light from the central sun. The central sun is the center of our galaxy. It's not an actual physical sun. As you may know, the center of our galaxy really is a black hole as opposed to a a sun. But the central sun uh, is the spiritual center of our galaxy. And we went through an alignment in December 22nd, 2012, which made it more easy for us to receive the uh, spiritual energy from uh, this area. Now, the Ascalia Mirror is like a gathering uh, apparatus that allows us to receive uh, and amplify the light, the spiritual light, from uh, that distance area and then download it into our planet. Right. Wow. And and it's above... um, Is it above um, Alaska? Well, basically they say it's above the North Pole, and that uh, it can be used uh, to gather light from those areas. I'm sure, uh, namely the central sun, but I'm sure it can be pointed in other directions.
0: So it's close to Alaska. Okay. And the other thing is that the etheric crystals planted here and the Ladder of Ascension, which I think is kind of connected. What about these these tools?
1: Well, the idea is that the Earth's meridians are blocked, uh, you know, from uh, various uh, abuses, including radiation uh, blockages of... Uh, rivers, and that they, the Ecturians felt there needs to be a new uh, a healing meridian system. Mm-hmm. And so what they uh, did is that they uh, have this concept called crystals but uh, planetary etheric crystals that are perhaps one diameter in, uh, one mile in height. All
0: right. and, All right. uh,
1: they, these crystals were uh, downloaded into 12 places on the planet uh, that at the time were available and had volunteers that were willing to work with me in the Acturians. Uh, the first one was downloaded in a beautiful place in Patagonia, uh, Argentina, called uh, Lago Puelo or Lake Pueblo, which is on the uh, uh, Chile-Argentinian border, and there's a beautiful lake there. And we had almost 400 people that were gathered as we did the ceremony. Mm. Now, these crystals are like providing fifth-dimensional bases for creating a healing energy and healing light and to establish what I call a bypass meridian system. Imagine that, uh, God forbid, you would need a a, a heart bypass surgery, you go away from the main artery because that artery's blocked. So this meridian system established with the 12 etheric crystals is like a bypass of energy to keep the Earth's uh, force field alive and strong. Great. And then there's 12 of them. Can you just mention where the others are? Well, um, this is not the exact order, but there's one in um, Brazil in an area called Sierra de Bacana, which is between uh, Rio de Janeiro and uh, Sao Paulo. There's uh, one in Costa Rica at a volcano called Vulcan Poas. There's one at Mount Shasta. Mm. Mm. There's one in uh, Europe uh, called Bodensee. It's also known as Lake Constance. There's one in uh, uh, Australia at an area called Grosa Valley, which is approximately two hours away from uh, Sydney. Uh, there's one in Lake Topo in New Zealand, uh, and there's one in the Copper Canyon in uh, uh, Mexico near the city of uh, Chihuahua. Uh, and then finally, we have one in Mount Fuji, which is in uh, Japan, and then we have one at Lake Moraine, which is in uh, British Columbia, Canada.
0: Wow, okay, thank you for that. Now, I know the Arcturians have got a Stargate, and um, through this Stargate, I believe we can access a healing temple. Can you say something about that? Because, that, I mean, I've done meditations in the London group. It's phenomenal, phenomenal uh, experience.
1: Well, I think it's important to point out that Edgar Cayce said that the Arcturians are the highest advanced spiritual beings in our galaxy. Mm. The, the, the Arcturians are uh, over-keepers Or guardians of the Stargate. Now, in order to get into the fifth dimension, you have to pass through the Stargate. uh, And there are certain energy vibrations and certain codes and patterns of spirituality that you must achieve in order to go through the Stargate. So if you're meditating with the Stargate, you're meditating at the entranceway uh, for the fifth dimension. And the Acturians are helping us to guide us uh, and teach us how to go through the Stargate.
0: Okay. And through the Stargate on the other side, I know they've set up a healing temple for us, I believe.
1: There are healing temples, uh, and these temples are especially suited for us to uh, purify us and bring us into a higher state of consciousness. This experience we're having now in the third dimension uh, has had quite an effect on our energy field, on our aura, and uh, I think everyone would benefit from some type of purification and healing light that can be provided in the Arcturian healing temples, which is, uh, as you pointed out, uh, through the Stargate.
0: So uh, I think many of the listeners are interested in how the the 5D uh, process is going to unfold on the Earth with the help of the Arcturians. Do you think it's going to be sudden, dramatic, or longer and slower process of change?
1: Well, let me first answer the question about the Ladders of Ascension. We missed that. The, the Arcturians also oh, yeah. said Sorry. that we're going to go into an ascension process, and they provided uh, several points around the planet in which... At the point of ascension, we, we can uh, astrally or telepathically travel to these points, and it'll be easy for us to, uh, to ascend. Hmm. The uh, actual moment of ascension, I think, has been compared to the sound of Gabriel's horn or to some loud piercing noise and energy that has not been heard before on this planet. We may not have heard it yet. As soon as we do hear it, we will know what it is and uh, those of the higher spiritual vibration will be able to respond and take the appropriate spiritual accelerations in order to go into the fifth dimension. So, yes, I think it's going to be a sudden uh, uh, point. But at the same time, I I have to say that uh, only those who are preparing. Now, what does it mean to prepare? It means to purify yourself. It means to bring yourself into a higher spiritual vibration. It means to finish your life lessons on the earth. I, I want to point out to your listeners that it's not, okay, let's just sit back, kick back and wait until this point comes. But it, it is a preparation and uh, it is uh, not necessary to be 100% uh, uh, purified, but you know, to keep on trying to purify ourselves until this point. But to answer your question, yes, I do see it as a sudden event.
0: Taking a a broader perspective now on on the Earth, what do you think are the biggest challenges facing us here on this kind of 3D ascending Earth at this time? The the greatest challenge is the
1: destruction of the biosphere. The uh, Earth is in danger of dying as a planet. Uh, I mean, the planet itself is not going to uh, evaporate, but the biosphere, the life force energy that keeps everything going, is in danger of collapsing. This is particularly true of the oceans, but also, uh, there are many other examples I can give, uh, particularly from uh, radiation problems, uh, such as from Fukushima, mm. causing major uh, uh, dangers to the uh, biosphere. And, and the, the second greatest danger is that because of the polarization, there is a, a general denial that the Earth is a living planet, the Earth is a spiritual planet, and that, uh, as the Native Americans say, the Earth is our mother you know, we wouldn't uh, treat our mother as badly as we're abusing our, our planet. So I, I I think that the greatest resistance is for people to learn that this is uh, a living planet and that we must treat her appropriately. Uh, my my colleague from uh, Germany, Oliver Hauk, and I made a movie called The Blue Jewel, mm. and I hope you and your uh, um, listeners would have a chance to listen to it. Uh, and the movie was made in Germany, and we showed... Uh, how this is a living planet, and we did interviews with the Hopis and some other uh, higher-level conscious people to explain and teach that the Earth is a living planet and we must respond correctly or else the, the Earth's biosphere will collapse.
0: And I think the Arcturians have warned us about one of the things you mentioned, Fukushima, the dangers of nuclear energy. Could you say something about that danger?
1: They are particularly critical of our use of nuclear energy. Uh, because they feel that the nuclear energy is a technology we don't totally understand and that we're using it without being able to have the proper safeguards and that the radiation that all of us on the planet are being exposed to is greatly increased. It's not just Fukushima, but it's Chernobyl, but it's other uh, radiations that have been dumped into the uh, oceans. You know, the Russians have dumped radiation into the oceans. Mm. The leakages of the nuclear power plants is creating uh, a nuclear nightmare, a radiation nightmare on this planet, and our immune systems are being challenged uh, because of that. So the Arcturians say that advanced planets do not use nuclear energy for for their uh, power source. And I do want to point out one thing, if I may, that the Arcturians have talked about stages of planetary development. That means that uh, each planet... Uh, They say there are 5,000 planets that are Earth-like in the uh, galaxy. Each planet goes through this stage of development, which we're going through, which is the uh, challenge of technology versus spiritual wisdom. Uh, Our planet has reached the point where uh, our technology can destroy us. But also we could go to the, uh, uh, Mars, we can go and uh, uh, leave the solar system. But unless we have the appropriate, appropriate spiritual wisdom, then we are in danger of destroying ourselves. And nuclear energy and the radiation is, uh, leakages is one way that we're close to destroying ourselves.
0: What about, let me ask you from another angle, what about this idea of starseeds, all these beings, souls coming in from different places to help with this awakening on the Earth? What do 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 the Arcturians say very much about starseeds? Yes, uh, starseeds
1: are uh, beings who are uh, spiritually advanced and have had uh, incarnations on other planets. So the information about what we are talking about and about Arcturus and of course there are other planetary systems such as the Pleiades uh, it's not new to them and they, the, the starseeds then are uh, empaths they, they are receiving information from uh, higher planetary systems they are able to comprehend the, the nature of what I call cosmic uh, energy uh, cosmic spiritual energy cosmic karma all of these concepts that we're talking about um, and, and the main concept which we haven't really touched today on yet bio relativity which is a form of planetary healing that the Arcturians have developed. All of these concepts are normal to them, the star seeds, and they respond in a very positive way.
0: Do they come here with different missions, or do they all have more broadly the same mission? People generally come here
1: for several reasons, several missions. One is uh, to participate in planetary healing uh, and to help heal the Earth. Another mission is to observe what a planet is like, Uh, that is going through these conflicts. Uh, Surprisingly, some of the uh, starseeds come to the Earth to observe the way we might go visit uh, 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 ancient or uh, primitive civilizations in the Amazon. Uh, Mm -hmm. If you can imagine an anthropologist going there wanting to see how people uh, do marriage or how they do uh, the rites of passage ceremonies, then you uh, would go there and live (laughs) Um, in, into uh, the the planet, into the primitive society. So some of the star seeds are coming here from other planets as anthro- I call them galactic anthropologists.
0: Okay. And do you think um, that so, so? for example, if, if star seeds have got strong connections with the Arcturians, would we set up, for example, pre-existing agreements to work with them, or is it just something we naturally we come here and we're just drawn eventually to to connecting with them?
1: Well, you still have your free will, so it's up to you whether you do that. But I would say it would be the latter, that you're drawn to connecting with them. You hear these ideas and you're uh, uh, interested in working to become a planetary healer. I have a specific uh, uh, training that they've given us and uh, on how to be a planetary healer, uh, a particular uh, skills and how to uh, uh, lead special uh, energy healings for the planet. So uh, people would hear about these and go, oh, yeah, this makes a lot of sense. I want to do this.
0: Well, so, David, it's been amazing talking to you. Thank you so much. Just to remind people that your website is groupof40.com. And I do hope one day you'll consider coming over to London and uh, coming over and meeting us all. Oh, I'd love to do
1: that, Stephen. And I do want to do one uh, uh, plug for biorelativity, which is group. Uh, meditations and group uh, uh, energies to telepathically communicate with the earth and I did want to mention our other program called Planetary Cities of Light where we are uh, taking specific cities uh, which have star seeds in them and are helping to raise their spiritual light quotient so that the cities become uh, protected from some of the negative forces that are occurring on the planet but I appreciate this opportunity and yes uh, we'd love to come visit your country sometime so thank you again Steve for this opportunity.